Good evening, Red Sox Nation. As you know, we are in the midst of a political revolution. So in order to catch up on all my Red Sox news, I tuned in to Red Sox Rap 360 from AfterBuzz TV. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Baseball's back. Boys. Baseball is back. What a lovely season. Uh, America is great. Oh. Like you said there in the front. Well, you missed that part, but I knew you wanted to say it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is indeed. <laughs> we got to thank Senator Sanders for giving us that lead. Bernie. Was that, I thought that was a fusion of Bernie and Trump. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of turned into that. Yeah. We'll take it. We'll take it. Make America great again, everybody. Oh, I'm not telling you who I'm voting for. Uh, keeping those cards sealed. But anyways, we are back for another lovely Red Sox season. If you didn't fall off the bandwagon last year in the second half, you are looking forward to the season very much. And if you are just joining back on the bandwagon, get excited. Welcome back. Because this team's going to be great. I guess the, the boys aren't back in town. They were going to Cleveland, right? But <laughs> It looks a little chilly in Cleveland. <laughs> it does. A little bit of snow there. They're probably better off than not in Boston, though. They get six inches of snow in Boston today. Crazy. No, six, six inches tomorrow. It was melted by the end of the day, but they're getting six more starting at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, oh, boy. But, yes, Cleveland tomorrow. Cleveland, yeah. So, I guess we're, we're back in town. That's These basically boys what the These boys gotcha. are back in town. Gotcha. These boys. Fantastic. That's fantastic. what we're going forward with. Uh, I like it. I like it. Um, do you need a, uh, a quick Celtics purge before you get back into the Red Sox? I mean, we I should mean? probably stand, uh, bang our chest Friday a little night? bit. A little, yeah. I mean, go ahead. Go for it. Just, I mean... I love this coach. I mean, I can't say enough good things. They're they're uh, a team I would not want to be facing in the first round. I, I don't want to be looking at the Celtics. Isaiah Thomas. I mean, they're sick. They're uh, sick. You know. And if we can just get up to that three seed and avoid uh, Cleveland for two series, you never know. Like you build never momentum. know. You build the momentum. How about that block he had on CP3? Did you see that? Oh, oh we we God. can't get into yeah. specific yeah. plays. Yeah. This yeah. is Red Sox Rap 360. Okay. I, just, I get excited. Back. I get caught up. Anybody who tunes in seven minutes into the show, this is still Red Sox Rap 360. And also, uh, the Bruins are in a free fall right now. Which we'll just touch on yeah, that. Fire down swimming. Absolutely free fall. Gone. Well, you can't fire him already, but Cole's probably gone. And that's going to be, be unfortunate. Oh, yeah. And they'll hire Milbury, and it'll be complete free fall. Oof. Wow. Wow. Whew. Wow. Alongside lifetime Red Sox fan and basis for the band The North, Dennis Harris. Hello. Today. Hello. And alongside former Mary Washington backstop and lifetime <laughs> Red Sox fan, Kevin Finn. We got three Westy boys in the house tonight. Ooh, ooh. And we are talking some Red Sox 2016 season. Let's start in the offseason and the moves we made and how you're feeling about them. First of all, David Price, Pluck, thank you very much. Seven years, $217 million. If you got it, give it. Yeah, absolutely. Finally got that guy, you know, every fifth day. You finally, I mean, as soon as you don't don't splurge for a guy like Lester, you have a Lester-sized hole, and finally they've addressed that, you know. Yeah. Biggest need, I think they did a good job. Yeah, I mean, he seems off. to be doing, saying all the right things right now. I mean, he is kind of in that odd contract for a pitcher where I think it's like, you know, most guys over 31, he's 31, right? 
And I think he might be 30. 30, but if they, you know. The, the, but, yeah. the, but, I mean, you know, this, this the said Red Sox are really probably not looking for five years from this guy. We're looking for two really good years for the top of the rotation, and it looks like he's going to be our guy for that. Yeah. And, I mean, if anybody could, get, could go and give you five years, it's going to be this guy. Because in all indications, he takes care of his body, you know. Innings hog. He's an innings hog. You, you, you mean, like, he's got five uh, seasons of 200-plus innings. Well, uh, does Clay Buckholtz have one? I don't think no, I so. I think he's got about two hundred. I, I think he's got zero. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and like Rick Porcello <laughs> has has one of those, I think. Yeah. And that's about it. So it's like rest of the staff one. Miley was a, five. He was an innings. He guy. was an innings guy. So we got rid of him. But what do you think about that deal? I'm all, I'm all about it. I'm all about it too. Yeah. Because I mean, he was good, and they needed <clears> to <throat> kind of shore up the back end of their rotations. So that's why. They were after a guy like Miley that they can count over 200 innings and, you know, have an ERA in the mid-fours or what have you and just kind of get the job done and be durable. But I I like the guys we picked up. I mean, Carson Smith I love, even though he's starting out on the DL forearm Mm -hmm. strain. And uh, But uh, I I really like... uh, Craig Kimbrell? That, yeah, Kimbrel, the Kimbrel trade. Uh, now you know, you know, we're just going all over the map now. Well, you're talking about no, the, the off-season. That's uh, true. Yeah, Kimbrel's sick. I was a little apprehensive at first on Kimbrel because we kind of gave up a, a nice, a pretty penny for him. You know, Margot I liked, but this kind of a log jam in center field. He I was think our it's number three prospect. The, you know, we, they need a closer. They need a solid, mm-hmm. solid closer. And you know, now they have basically two. You know what I mean? Yeah, we yeah, still yeah. have Uihara, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, this guy can come in. And Carson Smith saved and 13 Carson games Smith. last exactly. year. Exactly, right. exactly. So, you know, you can't have really too much depth at that position. I think it's kind of like starting position, starting pitcher. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, I like to see it. Absolutely. And uh, th- that's that was definitely a weakness, I thought, of the Sox last year. It was bullpen. Yep. Mm-hmm. So now it's like not only are we getting the horses in Kim... I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm a little apprehensive on Kimbrel Just because, okay. okay, hear me out on this. His ERA has gone up the past three years. Yeah. Okay. And it seemed like they would they were peddling him at the break last year. And it seemed like there was not many takers. Lukewarm. So I'm a little and he's coming over from the NL to the AL. Yeah. I hate that move. Mm-hmm. You know? And not to mention those years in between Pap and Yuihara, you know, finally emerged to the job, those are some pretty lean years. I mean the I have in my recent memory the Andrew Bailey's and the Joel Hanrahan's right. in the world, you know? I think they're gonna have a pretty much they've proven already they're not gonna be very patient with underperforming players this year. Right. So the, uh, with it's the nice depth, having that depth, I think, you know goal. what I mean? Like you said, they they've got two guys there. That if this guy comes in, he's going to start blowing saves at the beginning of the season. I think there's, from what I'm seeing from the Red Sox, which I like, is there's, uh, an, you know, there's an urgency right. about this year that I didn't necessarily expect to see from Dombrowski because, you know, he's he's playing with other people's cards right now, right. but um, he's willing to let the best cards play, and I like that. Yeah, you got it. That, that is that is. Uh, quite convenient because if the Charrington regime is still in here, we might be seeing Pander at third base. We're going to see a different starting lineup tomorrow. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, love it. I mean, we, we kind of know what it is at this point going through the spring. I mean, you got to you got T-Shar over third. Yep. And then uh, obviously uh, a very steady up the middle with the defense. I oh, love yeah. the Bradley being in center field now. Yes. You know, I, I you just Brent Dombrowski's that old school guy. He's like I got right have, up the middle. You yeah, got to right have him right up the middle. I love that. Especially where on the corners could be suspect. Oh yeah, without question. JBJ defense. Oh, Woo. sickening. Woo. I'm sorry, Jackie Bradley Jr. Oh, oh, yeah. The D unreal. is unreal. 
Just hope you can swing a hot bat, that's, that's the kids say. That's why any Red Sox fans that, like, uh, after the horrible start uh, at the 015 season just jumped off board. I mean, really, who could blame you? But the second half of the season, they were unbelievable. And to see Betts and Bradley track it down in the oh outfield, God, no. th- there's, like, there's no hits out there. Right. It's, it's just unbelievable. As these pitches that come in, Price has got to be like, this is unbelievable, you know, to have that defense. And Bogots just leaps and bounds improved defensively oh, yeah. last year. Absolutely. So, and obviously as bad as sick. But, uh, yeah, I mean, so Price, it's nice. I mean, the – oh. You see what the price is nice. <laughs> wow, boy! Woo, get it. Sometimes get things it. just come to you. That's just it, man. Oh, okay. It's the hat. Uh, but because I was initially on board with that old Sherrington thing, you can't give long-term contracts to a starting pitcher over thirty. But <clears throat> clearly, Dombrowski's past that, and he brings in this guy, five-time All-Star, former Cy Young winner. Put him out there. Now, tell me about the rest of the staff. Question marks. Question marks. Well, oh, started oh. Buckholtz, right? On the, on the number, number two, two probably Buckholtz. What do you guys think for him this year? I mean, I love the kid's talent level, but he right. is fragile. Oh, yeah. I like Buckholtz as a number two. I really felt like he, as much as he tried to play the game last year, that he wasn't going to feel the pressure and he wanted it. I don't really think that, you know, if you were reading in between the lines on what some of the reporters were saying what, but not saying, yeah. was that they just didn't really feel that he wanted it and he was right. trying to say. So, yeah. you know, I think he's, you I know, he's, he's happy being the vice president. You know what I mean? And, and, and if he can go out there and stay healthy, I have no problem with Clay Boxholtz at the number two. Now, yeah. three through five, you yeah. know, I'm starting to get a little bit nervous there. Right now, it's looking it's looking like it's going to be Kelly, Porcello, and then Wright. Yes. Right. So... I mean, Kelly and Porcello in the second half last year were really good. Yeah, and those are guys that pitch to contact, you know what I mean? So Mm -hmm. we got a good defense set up. I think they both rely on their change-up as as their their off-speed kind of like go-to pitch. And, you know, that's going to cause some some defensive movement, and I think we can do that. We're set up to to play well defensively. They need to pitch well. And we're going to hit well. Yeah. Obviously, everyone wants to do that, but that, that's kind of how the team's structured. And, mm-hmm. and the back half of rotation, just roll the dice. We'll see. The only thing and why I'm having patience with these guys is because, you know, oh, first of all, Eduardo's on the DL to yes. start the year. And, and that, I, I don't want to say it's good, but it could be a blessing in disguise because that guy's going to be innings limited anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would rather his 160 inning come mm-hmm. in the last four sure. months of the season than in the first four months, you know. And let's narrow down on which guy we want to drop out of the rotation because exactly. I don't exactly. think it's really necessarily a number five, which I think is right, right? Yeah. He might be in there no matter what because the, the knuckleball guy, I, I mean, we all are used to having a knuckleball in the number five spot and Timmy knocks baby you know. I think we're going to find out quick about the depth of the starting pitching you know well, in the I first think, month we're yeah, going to be seeing some guys I'm a huge huge <laughs> proponent of them getting off to a hot start not a hot start but a good start I know no one you know cons as you've said for a long time you don't look at the standings before what August 30th or something like that August 1st August 1st and uh, I recommend that you know, to a point, to an extent, you know, and listening to the Red Sox get through it. But the bottom line is, in Boston, with the media hotbed, with every year there's new guys coming in and there's always big contracts, mm-hmm. getting off to a, a bad start hurts the Boston Red Sox. 
And that that's, I mean, that it hurts every team, but it hurts the Red Sox more. I mean, to come in and have to answer those questions and for a new GM to have to answer those questions, should Pablo be sitting, should he not be sitting? If, if they come out and win, you know, six or seven of the first ten, a lot of those things are going to take care of themselves, I think, as opposed to the media getting involved and driving, you know, the, the, the team into the depths of, uh, I don't have my phone. Okay. Good job. Must be me. It's okay. Okay. Um... <clears throat> I hear you, man. I, I, I like what I saw out of Porcello. It seemed like in the second half last year, he got back to throwing his four-seamer with sink, and that was like his money pitch when he right. was successful with Detroit. Right. And it's like, why did you ever get away from that? You know, right. It's pretty crazy. So yeah. I'm a little apprehensive because it seems like he hasn't really uh, brought over that good performance to the spring. He hasn't had that good a spring. Kelly, on the other hand, is, is you know, he had a great second half last year, 8-1, and one, with a 3.77 ERA after the break, six and zero in August with a with a 2.68. Yeah. So he was sick back then. Yeah. And he it, talks the talk too. He, t- he does. <laughs> I wish he'd talk a little less. I mean, the dude <laughs> was saying last year he was a Cy Young candidate. I'm hey. glad he hasn't heard said that this spring. So he's got the know, belief. Just just <laughs> just show it on the bump, buddy. Show it on the bump. But uh, but uh, I'm I'm excited with the skill level. He's also a guy that. He's now he's never even sniffed like 170 right. innings. Never mind, you know. So it's like we have a lot of these guys that we're gonna need that depth anyway. That's why I'm really excited right. to have that depth in the minors with uh, Owens and Brian Johnson and uh, what's his name there, uh, Elias. Elias, yeah, yeah, who we pick up in that trade. Who, who <clears throat> for all indications, what I've heard in like Seattle Mariners the past three years, he was supposed to be an up and coming right. stud for them. You know. Yeah, I think. It, uh, We'll see what happens down the line, but that could end up being a, a pretty good deal for the Sox, I think. Yeah, I mean, it was way, and Jonathan Acho was also in that deal with the Red Sox, and, you know, he was up a little bit last year as a reliever. Didn't really show me much that I wasn't so excited. I mean, I always thought that was just a legitimate fleecing when I heard that, mm-hmm. that trade. So maybe Elias is a bust and they know it. We'll it was see, just yeah. really only Smith we got. But. Time will tell. But I'm excited about the Smith edition, definitely, because Smith and Kimbrell, you know, not only are they, they going to come in and be studs, but now. Uh, two studs for the previous, like, you know, since we got rid of Andrew Miller. Right. You know, the, uh, Uihara and Tazawa, the only guys we could really depend upon. Now they're going to be able to pitch 50 innings instead of 70 innings. So that's right. going to make them that much more successful, you know? Oh, yeah. man. I'm Tazawa just, still, just getting worked over the last few years, yeah. innings-wise. Exactly. But I still like him as the seventh-inning guy, you know? I, I like, and it, it's good, that, and this is probably the way we'll see it starting out uh, with Smith uh, on the shelf, but Tazawa in the seventh... Uihara in the eighth, right, and then you got Kimball in the ninth, and Smith is that guy that can he can come in in any of those any innings of those pieces, when he comes right. in, yeah. you know, because he's known Whoever for he can get day. a strikeout or he can get that ground ball double play. Yeah, both and, those and, guys. And, so and it's I, like, you know, they're not going to go for one guy having fifty saves. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the formula. So it's going to stay in that kind of like. Who's the strong? Who's pitching well this week? Who's been doing well? You play your role. If not, then maybe we tinker with that a little right. bit. I love that, and you know, and I think that Farrell is probably open to doing that for a long time. He just hasn't had the bullet back there to, right. to, to pull that off, or know? even maybe the freedom. It does seem like maybe Dombrowski is going to give him a little bit more on-field freedom to make moves. I mean, maybe I'm just reading between They're the lines. They're definitely broadcasting that as yeah. if it's the case, right? It's like I hope that the three-headed monster up top or I guess two-headed now that Lucino's gone on his way, but the, I hope this is the hiring of Dabrowski is a step back and like 
okay you know right. tom wanted got a little excited seeing yeah. you know thirty thousand panda hats out there nightly right. you know and it, it made that happen that's not a really a charrington sign it's let, like let's let the baseball people make the baseball exactly decisions. exactly yeah. take a step back and like it so i do love it for the fact that even though you know we gave up a lot for kimbrell but getting him i mean you know a top five closer right. and a top five starter in price and the arguably the best starter available you know him or grinky absolutely and uh yeah i mean uh I say go for it. It's Poppy's last year. You, you got to hope to the guy. You got to hope that both of those guys just have that effect where they make everyone else stronger. You know what I mean? You got to you got to hope that Price is pulling everyone up in the bullpen, like you kind of hit at with Buckholz. So you're hoping that now that he doesn't have that pressure on him, maybe he rises to the occasion. He's not going to give you 200 innings, but maybe he shows his stuff as much as you know he ever has. He's had a couple of years where. Yeah, man, he's been sick when he's been out there. Right. You know, if he can give us 160 innings, you know, I'll be excited. You know, but he is. I, Pinocchio. I, I love the message that's sent with Travis Shaw at first, third base. Oof, mm-hmm. I love that message. Uh, you know, I think Pablo turned himself into potentially one of the worst fielding third basemen in the league last year. It was right. an, it was tough to watch, and for someone that's that out of shape, I, I don't know how you tell me that that's not part of your fielding woes. Right. And he does have fielding woes. Uh, his he, he doesn't look. Like he's got a professional arm going from third to first right now, and his glove is is has been mediocre. And I haven't gotten to see a bunch of him in the spring, but he I, looks a bit a little better this spring. Yeah, he looks a little better this spring. Well, clearly not good enough. Not physically, he yeah. doesn't look. And the uh, eye test is. But if, yeah. if the numbers are there, no one's complaining about his gut. It's right? true. Right. It's right. true. <clears throat> and they're not. They're not. So because of that, you should make an effort to you know shed fifteen twenty. Right. You know, you know? doesn't seem like that was done. No, 100%. not at all. Like and the, the, team had to, the team had to be a little bit insulted, embarrassed by what happened this spring. I mean, you just don't do that to your organization. You don't do what you did last season. You don't put your coach under that hot spot. You know, supposedly Farrell and him got together in the offseason, which now definitely that was a lie. But supposedly they got together and Farrell says, oh, yeah, he looks like, you know, he's lost 15 pounds. Well... You don't think once Harold left, he just started I don't think firing so. hoes no, down? You know, so he made Farrell look like a liar starting <laughs> off spring training. He makes the organization look bad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's that's just not a good look. You know, it's not a good look. And he's driving around with, you know, $500,000 cars in the parking lot every week. And it's like, man, come on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Meanwhile, Travis yeah. Shaw rolls up in his he's, moped. Yeah, he's, he's like, I'm just here to rake. You, you know what I mean? That's it's what I do. Simple. I'm just here to play baseball. For third baseman, those, that's, you know what I mean? If you're going to be a first baseman and 40 home runs, maybe you get away with that stuff. But third base in, the, in Major League Baseball is a very physically demanding position. Mm-hmm. And that is not a body that's ready to handle playing baseball every day at third base for Boston Red Sox. How long do you think this situation festers, though? I mean, it's definitely a sink or swim message for Pablo, don't you think? It's I like, think hey. he's gone. From what I, I, I've heard, a bunch of guys say they they, they think he's going to stay around because they're worried about Travis Shaw and what he's going to do and will he prove himself as an everyday player. I think personally, I, I, what I would do was you know deal with the consequences of of maybe having to bring someone up and just rid yourself of that burden because yeah. it's going to be a question for the entire season if he's around. Yeah, I mean, I'm of the minds, you know, when you're building the baseball team, you know, not that I'm building this one, thank the Lord, but um, you just, you have to, it's like the stock market, you know, buy low, sell high, and he's incredibly low right now, so if we sell him now, we're going to... Sometimes you're going to take your losses. Sometimes you got to take your losses. You got to lock in your losses, deal with them, and move on, Hmm. and if San Diego is willing to take that contract... 
there's no way that's gonna happen. I heard some of that stuff too. There's like because I heard that because like they they have a bad contract in James Shield, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But their bad contract is attached to somebody who's gonna go ahead and eat 200 innings. His ERA is gonna be you know maybe four high fours, you know, like it was last year. But he's still gonna be durable enough to be out there. I don't think he's the ideal fit for Fenway because he's kind of a fly ball pitcher, but. Right. If they were willing to do that and just like have us make up the difference, I mean, that, there's no way. Yeah, it's a no-brainer. Like, that is a no-brainer. But if they ever go for that, we're going to have to take probably 70% of his contract and wash it down with a couple prospects. You know, and it just that's that's kind of selling low what it's going to cost, you know? I, I kind of feel, I mean, I'm just spitballing, but I feel like this might be the last attempt. It's like, hey, you know what? We're running this kid out there. And I'm with you. I think mm-hmm. it's a great sign. It's like, hey, this kid's playing good ball. You haven't shown us anything. We're gonna run him out there, and it's kind. Of, I personally think it's like, hey, show Kicking us what you got, man. Yeah, show us, show us some heart here. Try to take that job back, yeah. and then if he does, you know, if we don't see anything from the first month, then I think it's hey, yeah. we'll sell him at any price. I think at that time when they're gonna have yeah. to, they're gonna have to eat that contract if he's not producing. He yeah. probably deserves a chance to earn his job back, you know, and and it, it behooves the Red Sox to give him that that opportunity. I'm just, I just, the gall of a major league pitcher to pull, a player mm-hmm. to pull off what he's pulled. It's right. just, to me, it's just such a bad look. And I love the sign that's been sent to the locker room, or to the, the, the clubhouse. And keep sending it. You yeah. know what I mean? Keep sending it. So, yeah. So, you, you I, find Yon Moncada's up midseason and we bench Pedroia because he's off to a 220 start. He's going to rake this Pedroia's year. earned a little more he length than, than uh, Pablo Def- Sandoval. No question. No question. And, Just uh, you know, playing a little devil's advocate. Yeah. So, no, you know, it's about uh, how you present yourself. What, what kind of message does that show to the younger guys when you're driving around, you know, Batmobiles in the parking lot, but you come in forty-five pounds overweight, and you're batting like o twenty-one in the in the preseason. Yeah. That's just, I mean, it's it's as an owner, I'm embarrassed right. because I've signed this guy to a contract. As a coach, I'm embarrassed. As a fan, I'm disgusted. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't know how I ever come around on Pablo. Yeah. Well, I mean, Travis Shaw, you know, he had like 13 bombs and like what 220 played appearances last year. I mean, it's got to be good if he get, if, if he gets. And 450 at bats. Those guys, 25 homers. Those Boom. third major league third baseman guys like that. They're dog. He's an animal. <laughs> he's an animal. And he's he, like he looks at Pablo. Pablo. He's like, that's fresh meat, dude. Yeah. I will carve him. <laughs> and he's like, that's the best thing he could have seen. <laughs> kind of walking on eggshells, like, hey, I, at the beginning of spring training, I, I don't want to be out of line here, but uh, <laughs> uh, skip. But I'm, I'm coming to play for a, for a starting job. I hope that's okay. I don't want to step on any toes. Yeah. Get it, Shaw. Get it. Yeah. And, you know, he just seems like he'd been there before because he grew up. His dad was a major yep. leaguer, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, that's eh, great. I'm excited for Shaw, too. Yeah. And But I do think Pablo's probably going to get maybe a start a week. You know, maybe he gets a start over at first. One it at depends third, one at how first. this kid comes out. Yeah. If he comes out on fire, he's not going to play first base. I don't think they're going to put him at first base. Pablo? No. No. Pobs? What do you think about first base in the hand ram experiment? I, uh, I'm a little bit nervous about that. I'm a little bit nervous that we're under the Boston Red Sox kind of like cloud of everything's positive mm. and and that you know I that, mean who that, loses, who <laughs> that cloud did not exist in uh, 2003 right. I will tell you that but uh, you know I, I mean you don't learn how to play first base in one preseason preseason right. you know and the fact that he came with no glove 
He's bringing his, you know, Napoli's first baseman's glove. Yeah. I mean, that's fine and all, but when I have watched him, he does look awkward as all hell yeah. getting over to first base. He looks like a shortstop, oversized, muscular shortstop trying to get back to the first base back. That's what he is. Yeah. You know? And, and, uh, that's, you gotta get think, a little squirrely over uh, there. Oh, man. You got, I'm just hoping that, I mean, it's gotta be where he's a native infielder, it's gotta be less of a circus than the left field project last year. I mean, it couldn't be more of a circus. That's, yeah. yeah. Right? It <laughs> could true, not so. be worse. And, so, but the effort that was put forth to, to learn that position, again, was was less than stellar. So I, I'm definitely worried about the, the first base position. I think that could be, especially with this team, we need a solid defense. This team's yeah. going to pitch to contact. I'm more, for some reason, I'm more optimistic about Hanram at yeah. first. I mean, yeah. the early reports have been good. I'm going to take these guys, watching them day in and day out at their word. Yeah, I'm gonna just remain slightly optimistic on that. Less so about. So isn't that word Panda. slightly optimistic from whoever you're getting that from? <laughs> slightly. That's the beauty that March brings. Yes. Everybody's a contender. Well, you know, a lot of guys with high ceilings on this team. If you wanna. No question. No Is question. Glass half empty or half full. There? I like <laughs> just <laughs> uh, before we get past hand ram. Speaking of high ceilings, okay, this guy in April last year, okay, hit two ninety three. With 10 homers and 22 ribbies. He came out on, on fire. fire. Right. And then early in May, the he wall. smashes into the wall yeah. with his shoulder yeah. going after that foul ball. You know, don't do that. I mean, 99 times out of 100, you're not making that play anyway. Don't drill your shoulder off the wall. Yeah. But he was kind of garbage after that. Yeah, but he was I do think he's going to mash. the wall after that, though. <laughs> Got in his head a little bit. I do think he's going to mash. And, you know, there's less chance of him banging into walls, I think, over first base. So He might be banging into a runner down the first baseline, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that runner's going to get totaled. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. But if we can just kind of stomach it for one year, he's going to slide nicely into that DH slot, yep. you know, which is vacated by the man. Now, does he walk away if the dude hits 30 bombs this again this year and like 100 RBIs? Yeah, when he hits 30 bombs, is Poppy going to walk away? I mean, sounds like he is. I mean, it sounds like he is. He's already announced. I mean, he's doing the, the G to walk off. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a long gifts. season. Collecting some gifts. If he collects all the gifts, really what does he do gift. if yeah. he decides to tag on another Right, year? right. Yeah. Don't I'll worry about it when I retire the second time. Yeah. You guys have already gifted we, me out. We've covered this. Maybe he'll come back as David Arias. You know his name when he first came up. <laughs> Boom. I Bobby, think he's, take he, that one. He's really... Take that one, dude. <laughs> struggling physically to, uh, to, to maintain himself. You know, for a full major league season, it sounds like he's really battling to stay healthy. So you know that yeah. gets to a certain point where it's just not fun anymore to to to, to can do what he's to doing to take to get to the field every day. Can he I get away that. with it? Like I a barely got PED today. wise, you think this season? Getting what? Just pumping himself up with PEDs all season? Yeah. You think he gets tested? This I year? mean, yeah. Roll he's the dice. Test you know? three, yeah. Go for go for like sixty nine homers. Come on. You know, so whatever the record is with an asterisk on it, six seventy two. <laughs> Oh, man. I think he's going to produce. I mean, how can you not? You can't count the guy out. Yeah. He's yeah. been magic. And so we got Swihart starting behind the dish. Mm-hmm. Is he starting? Do you think, you think he's going to be the... I think it's going to be straight platoon. I pretty. I mean, I think we're going to see Swihart catch three of the guys and, you know, Hannigan catch two of the guys. Okay. You yeah. know? Um, What's and, the timetable on Vasquez? I mean, it seems like he's back, but they just want to see a little bit just more from him in AAA, you know. And I'm I'm with that too, you know. Yeah. I mean, it's like I don't want to get rid of 
either one of those guys. Yeah. And th- it, he, that was a Tommy John, right? He had a f- yeah. full Tommy John, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you got to see for a while, you know, how that guy's going to be and how he reacts. And, you know, let him stay in down in AAA. But, I mean, I wouldn't let go of a stud potential. Like, I mean, he could be Yadier Molina, you right. know? And, like, Swihad's raking, you know? He yeah. had, like, two, 290-something, and so I had it written down. Second half last year, 303 with an 805 OPS. Mm-hmm. Let's take that. Sickening. 293 all year with runners in scoring position. Those aren't Rich Gibbon oh. numbers. Rich. No. <laughs> oh, Getty. Rich oh, with the old Getty. 135. You don't see those guys running out anymore with the old, like, batting 135. Kevin Cash. <laughs> <laughs> Not in the AL. Not in the AL. Oh, no. Good, man. What? <laughs> good, good ball. Shout out, shout, <laughs> shout out to Getty. Uh, you want to tell any folks listening and uh, watching, you know, what your Twitter handles are? People are watching. They, they can read it underneath your, your face. But why don't you tell the people just... Uh, just listening. Will do, Michael. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find we'll me at, at this chair. D-Haas, D-E-E-H-A-A-S. Uh, you can find me at, at Kevin F. Finn, K-E-V-I-N-F-F-I-N-N. And uh, definitely appreciated all the uh, shout-outs that we got on Pat- Pat's Rap 360. Got a nice. lot of people contact us and on Twitter, contacting me on Twitter. Nice. Which is cool. It's a couple questions that we shouted out during the season. Absolutely. And you guys should Gained do that. a couple fans. So if you want to throw some questions at us, we'd definitely uh, be interested in tossing around on the panel here. Absolutely. Absolutely. We love that. Or just tell us, hey, uh, you're doing a great job. Hey, you guys Bro. suck. You know? Yeah. Um, but... Uh, PD obviously is like you know my favorite player in the club. He's such a dirt dog, um, and you you hinted to it earlier. He's he's gonna have a rebound. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean he's the man. He's he's still the heart and soul of the franchise. I think. Definitely. I mean, I certainly hope so. He's got him signed through uh, twenty twenty. I believe yeah. so. When he's healthy, you know the guy. He's he's a grinder, man. I think he'll he's gonna produce as long as he stays healthy. That's, and he's pushing that clubhouse. He's pushing the culture of that clubhouse. Oh yeah. He's he. I I have you know I have. A lot of respect for what he's done with Hanley Ramirez because I think he's kind of navigated those waters pretty well and kind of given him a lot of advice and tried to keep him from himself a lot of times, you know. And I think he's probably in Pablo Sandoval's ear. I mean, the reason, you know, I don't know if you heard about Sandoval's agent saying why you keep keep the Ferrari in the garage and all that. No, 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 no. Please enlighten us. Yeah, Sandoval's agent comes out and says, you know, <laughs> criticizes the Red Sox organization and says, why are you going to keep the, the Ferrari in the garage, which I thought was an interesting pun, seeing as how, you know, <laughs> our boys driving around every Ferrari from the last five years into the parking lot. But, uh... In and, what and, garage? And, the garage down at, on Yonkey Way? No, Ray it's kind of like, you know what I mean? Don't You know, no, he's saying by... by Benching Sandoval, you're keeping the Ferrari in the garage. You're not oh. driving the Ferrari. Oh. Being the Ferrari being right. an overweight. <laughs> oh my you know, Lord. I think that name should stick. Yeah, the Ferrari. Ferrari. You know, yeah. Instead yeah, of Panda, should. he's just the Ferrari. Or Dotson. Yeah. 82 and, Dotson. But <laughs> respect to Sandoval, he's like, that, those are my agent's comments, right. and those aren't mine, and the, you know that's, that's not the way I feel. Now, maybe he came up with that on his own, or maybe he walked into the clubhouse and Petey ripped his a mm-hmm. uh, a little bit and let him know what he thought about his agent and let him know how he should react to that. That's what I choose to believe goes on in the Red Sox <laughs> clubhouse. No doubt. That's the way it should work. You know, and when you do see Petey, he does not shy from giving anyone crap. No. So, you know, you show up in a Batmobile and then your agent's slipping <laughs> off. I have a feeling Petey might have a couple things to say about that. I don't know. I might be wrong, <laughs> Petey, but I don't know you like it on a first name basis, but uh, I have a good f- feel for uh, your tenor. 
and you got to think Hanram dealing with, uh, I mean, uh, Petey dealing with Hanram and Panda and these shenanigans. He's well schooled on this because he's already dealt with it with Manny. You exactly. Know? You so know? it's like, okay, I know. And exactly he didn't have the upper hand. He couldn't say anything to Manny. You know what I mean? When Manny was, he was just like he wanted to say that he was stuff, a pup. but he was like, all right, well, I'll bite it. <laughs> now Hanram comes up and he's like, no, no, <laughs> come on come over here. here. <laughs> oh man, did they they played minor league ball together though too? Yeah. Oh well, yeah, they must have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. There you go. Hey. Should check you out. Bing, bing. Westy kid. Little bing. gem. Little gem. Uh, uh, do I mean we haven't even got to the crowning jewel of this team yet, and which is our young bucks, the oh, killer yeah. bees, Betts and Bogots. I mean, just, I mean, just and Bradley. Well, Bradley. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some apprehension going into this season. And one is it is he going to hit? Is he a major right. league hitter? You know, but let me tell you, in at a certain year, point, defense is so. I mean, Vince Coleman. I mean, if he could if he could steal fifty bases, Jackie Bradley, which no one does anymore, right. then he'd be the next Vince Coleman. Because I mean, the defense Vince is, would steal about like one ten. Right? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> there were one ten, wasn't it? It was like hundred and ten bases. He was pretty it? sick. And yeah. in eight eighty five, you know, nobody steals bases anymore. Though fifty right. is like the equity. Of, right. It's like of a hundred if you right. steal fifty. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I mean, he, like, in August last year, I mean, he was like Babe Ruth. He had, like, nine homers. Right. He was just, like, yeah. un- uncomfortable. <laughs> so uh, we're not going to get that guy out of the gate. But if we get something a little bit more steady where he's yeah. not hitting 104 one month, yeah. you know, and then hitting 380 the next, you know, if we can get a little something more steady because you know he's got the glove. I mean, it's like him or like Kevin Kiermaier from Tampa that might be the best center fielder. But I give my nod to Bradley. I mean, just seeing him on a daily basis, he's yeah, incredible. He's unreal. The best I've ever seen. You know, the athleticism. Like, uh, I mean, it's just incredible. Some you, you never think he's going to get to something. It's like he knows exactly where it's going. And his jumps, his jumps. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's incredible. And then, like, probably the third best center fielder in the American League is playing right field. Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I almost like him as a – he's my, my favorite guy as far as the Red Sox outfielders. He's just Definitely. unbelievable. And he's got the mindset. And it's just the way he came up, you just knew he was so hungry and he was not going back to where he came from. You he's know? so perfect. It's not Rusny? He's not your favorite? <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because – I watched him. Uh, did you see him in Montreal? I think he went like over, and he just looked terrible. Yeah, get him down to Triple A, you know. You know, right. get some confidence back because wow. he just looked down. It's like David Murphy. Don't retire just yet, you know. Stay. We need a fifth outfielder. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I'm worried about how that affects the whole pie. You know what I mean? As as far as you got Brock Holt now playing left. How does that? Who's our utility guy going to be in the infield? I mean, it's always going to be Holt. Right. You know, yeah. you're still going to mix that guy around, and then you play uh, Chris Young in left, especially versus left-handers. Chris right. Young was a nice pickup because he crushed lefties. Right. Last year, uh, versus lefties, 327 batting average of the 972 OPS. I just think as soon as, as soon yeah. as God forbid, somebody goes down, we're going to be uh, there's going to be some serious question marks because well, he's going to be. You got Holt basically. If you're going to platoon those guys straight up, left, right. Yeah. Now you have bigger picture issues, I think. You know what I mean? If Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, I Not mean, me. I, th- I think... <laughs> Not me, friends. Well, you know, it's... Um, <laughs> Holt gives you that versatility, right. you know? So if, like, third base goes down, he can play third base. Second, he can play, he can play all those, and then right. you just kind of fill in. And if you don't like Young playing in there on an everyday basis, 
Rusty. Maybe old Rusney gets yes. a, gets a shot, mm-hmm. you know. But if not, I think he maybe needs to get, Andrew he needs to get a, a little spell up here. Hopefully, they can start winning some games, yeah. and then they can maybe get him some starts. Because, I mean, physically, the guy looks like he's ready to just go crazy, right? You know, but His, just that swings just get up for like a eighty-eight mile an hour Cuban <laughs> fastball <laughs> yeah. from that's getting thrown by like some dude that's like forty-seven. Yeah, it was like he's known since he was like three years, years old. Yeah. So it's like, you know, maybe if it didn't get like such, such like under wraps, maybe if like contracts were sealed and we didn't know he was making seventy two right. over seven, you know, we wouldn't have such a spotlight on this guy, and he yeah. would have been able to come up a little quieter. But you know, that's why like Mankata, you know, you got him like early enough where he can have that right. in the minors, learn along slowly, good. Whereas Castillo, it was just. 27 or whatever, so he had to come right in and perform. And it's too much to ask a kid, really. Well, and also, if you listen to a lot of the Cuban players, they have a real, they have a big time culture shock going on over here that most of them are really, really struggling with in a negative way. I mean, you look at Adolis Chapman, all these guys have come out and said, man, Puig, you know know what I mean? They're sitting in their $2 million house cranking uh, cigarettes, going, what did I, you know, where's my family? What did I do? What's going on here? You know, and uh, that's tough. So hopefully, maybe that's a little what he has going on. You know what I mean? Get him a couple of games down in Miami. Get him comfortable. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the age something. is a send him down to me. Florida or something. You yeah. know, yeah. the age concerns me though. I mean, you got all these young pups out there, and then you got this guy. What is he? I think he's twenty nine years old or twenty eight, twenty nine. Uh yeah, I think he might have just turned twenty eight. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, I I just hope. I hope these guys do get an opportunity, but not at the expense of like you know cutting out Travis Shaw's you know. Th- don't don't give him three weeks and then yeah. be like you know remember when yeah. Petey first came up first five weeks the kid hit a one ten you right. know so it's like you got you got to give yep. him I think you really got to give him like a fifty game sample you know in order to to really get a get a view for how the guys are gonna be but oh yeah I am excited okay so Sox was seventy eight and eighty four last year. How much is that going to turn around? I saw a total for the Sox at 87 wins. What do you like, over or under 87? That's a pretty good. They know what they're doing when they yeah, pick they those do. numbers, don't they? <laughs> they do. They do. <laughs> Can I have that equation somehow? Just you know, <laughs> but uh, I, I'd say they're right. I'm going to go over just because I'm going to try and keep the positive vibe here. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, but I, I'm guessing that I'm hoping they're going to be right around that number. That should put us in the wild card contention, I would guess. It Maybe. might be close. This division could beat each tough. other up. You know, I saw I saw some some uh, uh, projections on fan graphs, and they have like A L East all bunched up. Like the, the first yeah. place, I think they have the Red Sox winning it as eighty eight wins. Yeah, and last place is Baltimore. They have eighty wins. Yeah, I yeah. mean Toronto can mash. Baltimore's but, good. I mean, you get the Yankees. I mean, it's it's going to be tough. I watched Toronto today. They they rate. They do, and but past Stroman. It's kind of question marks. Yes. They have R.A. Dickey, who we all know, knuckleballer, so he can eat innings, and he really did have a good second half last year. But after that, there's some question marks for them. Yeah. I mean, I love Stroman, but after that, ugh, I don't know. And then, you know, their, their bullpen, you know, they solidified it by getting Storen in there, but Storen, he kind of exploded once the Nationals got Papelbon mm-hmm. last year, and mm-hmm. he was put into a setup role. Yeah. The exact same thing that's happening to him now with Osuna. Well, not exact thing, because Osuna was the incumbent, but... You wonder if he has the mental makeup and making that NL to AL transition to be effective in that that setup role. So uh, that's interesting to see. But I would say they would probably be the favorites just because their lineup is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Baltimore's lineup is pretty ridiculous too. And they've been playing the Sox 
really tough oh, the yeah. last couple of years. It's like they play the whole AL East well. They can mash. They get the Chris Young. I mean, yeah, that's it. That's their their uh, power hitter, right? Uh, Chris Davis. Chris Davis. Crush, I'm sorry, yeah, Crush Davis. Crush Davis. I knew that sounded wrong yeah. coming on. And that kid's just he just got a huge contract. Yep. Seven yeah. years, like 160 that was a million. Nice move, wasn't it? Essentially locking him up. Yeah, I thought the the move they made that was nice to bring in Trumbo in there. Yep, because in because in that park he's gonna. He's going to hit 30 bombs yep. in like a limited time. And uh, so they, they could be tough, but their they're pitching staff's put together scotch tape. I mean, they got a good closer, but yeah. their rotation is like a lot of ifs. Yep. You know, they let their best pitcher go, like Wei Min Chen or mm-hmm. whatever. He, he's mm-hmm. out of town. So I think a, a lot of people picking them to finish last. The Rays could be a sneaky beast. I mean, they never hit. Doesn't look like they'll hit again this year, yeah. even though they brought in Dickerson, but he's leaving Colorado, so there's going to be that dip. I don't know, you know, but they have great pitching. Yeah. You know, with Smiley coming back, you know, the Odorizzi and Chris Archer, you got to love. I mean, Archer's, that kid's awesome. I mean, he was awesome. He's so sick. He so, didn't look great today, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. getting up whatever. the jitters. Because yeah. uh, he's going to be a top ten pitcher in the AL, if not top five. But, uh, you know, and he's a protege of uh, old D. Price, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. You know, two of his protégés matched squared off today in that, that uh, thing with uh, uh, Stroman and him. Yeah. Both those guys. So that's interesting. So, uh, what do you think, the the uh, Haas, about uh, eighty-seven wins? What do you think about the Sox prospects? I mean, I'm usually the most optimistic guy in the room. You are, but after the last two seasons, I, I'm going to take the under, boys. I'm yeah. going to take the Oof. under. Wow. I feel yeah. I just I feel like so many things have to go right. I feel like I like the outlook of the team moving forward. And I don't, per- you know, I don't really care that much about them burning through this money. They're going to end up eating a couple of these contracts. Um, yeah, I think they're going to. Who's going to take the AL East? I'm kind of thinking Toronto, and I think yeah. the Yanks. You can't ever sleep on the Yanks. They're always going to be in the mix. The Yanks definitely, you know, obviously, getting Chapman, even though he's out for that for those first thirty games. They uh, do look sick in the bullpen. Right. Millet yep. says he's going to pitch through that bone ship and like his offhand. And so he's going to be in there, and they have Batanzas. So they're doing that thing, that Kansas City Royals thing, yep. which when you look at the mark of a starting pitchers out there, you know, I mean, you got guys that are mediocre getting 15 million a year. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like you, you got you got to look and be like, we got to show it in the game, make it yep. a six-inning game. And, and they just always hit. It's like mm-hmm. that team just, oh, whatever, whoever they have come in, it's just yeah. like – and I mean, can A Rod keep this going? Apparently, he's gonna. It's just like he can't hit thirty-three me. bombs again. I mean, how the did guy's that happen? Right? It's a shot. How did he, I mean, he was supposed to just fade them. off into the booze. Like he was supposed to come back, not hit, have them boo, and then have him be out of baseball with them still happen. paying him that, this year. Yeah, that not was supposed to happen. Right, right, as a middle bat in the lineup. Absolutely. I mean, how can the the middle in the lineup? Be, they got him. They got Teixeira, who's got a hit, and they got Beltran. That's like their three, four, five. It's yeah. like a mean age of thirty-seven. Yeah, right? that's craziness. And they're all still raking. Well, hopefully not this year. Hopefully this is the year they are. Because, I mean, we can't finish last again. At least let's beat the Yankees. has been battling a little bit, too, the last couple of years, injuries and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Well, so hopefully he he's can... He's been pretty fragile the past five years. Yeah, so yeah. hopefully he can break down a little bit. I'm going to give this, the uh, the Red Sox 91 wins this wow. year. Wow. Oh, I like it. 91. And you got him winning the... 91 and 71 winning the East. Nice. This, be great. Yeah. It'd be great. This is a post 04 Mike Conley. I like it. It's all rose petal glasses. And I you know, like it's it. fine if we have to finish last, you know, three out of every four years, as long as that fourth year is a World Series. There crown. you go. Nothing wrong with that. No big deal. That's kind of how we're rolling. You I think wouldn't mind seeing a little more consistency. Last year, got second me. place finish, sprinkle that in there, maybe. <laughs> <or> <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> one thing I want to squeeze in, though, is uh, 
Do you feel that John Farrell is on the hot seat? I do, and uh, it was my prediction. That, and do you uh, feel that's fair? And do you feel like he would be in the hot seat if uh, you know old Tory Lavello came in and went five hundred last year instead of lighting the world on fire? Yeah, and also isn't Lavello like kind of a Dombrowski guy? Kind of isn't there some oh, sort of ties he? there? Oh boy, that explains the it. plot thickens. Uh, yeah, so I think he is on the hot seat, but it's a good sign that Pablo Sandoval is not being forced to play. Because right. mm-hmm. I, I was thinking that Pablo Sandoval was going to cost John Farrell's job this right. year. Because if they didn't get off to a hot start, yeah. you have f- the Ferrari over at third base, Ferrari. chucking it over Hanram's head into right. the first first base stance. There's some problems there. Now, you know, uh, if they can get out to a good start and everyone plays well, I think he's going to be fine. But okay. if this looks... If they, they look at, you know, like a... You know, Four. ten and ten and twenty start or something like that. Anything's on the table. Okay, I think forty games the in the eighteen and twenty two. Is he gone? Yes. Wow. That's, I think they might have leash. to fall a little yeah. deeper than that. I do yeah. agree that he's on the hot. I mean, he's got to be. Yeah. I, th- I, I don't, don't want him fired. Yeah. I, I don't think he should be fired, but I think that's the situation that they're in. You know, it's like he, Dombrowski wants his stink on everything yeah. and you know what i mean that's just that's anyone who comes in and runs anything right. and pablo sandal is not his john farrell is not his you know and we're gonna slowly see over the next couple of years these guys leave the organization right cool man uh, give me give me some quick uh you know projections on what do you think bets is going to do this year in bogats i mean i just th- i think bets is going to be an mvp candidate. he's going to be an all-star you know, he's going to be 2020, man. He's going to mm-hmm. hit 300. He may be to have 30 steals, 35 steals, hit 20 bombs, another 50 doubles. Okay. Seems like you're going to give us a prediction. I'm yeah. going to give a prediction. I love those. Oh, I love all you those like numbers. Those? Yeah, I, I mean, agree, with, you you agree with, with all of them. All right. Yeah, yeah, how about some Bogarts? going to be unbelievable. How about Bogarts? Bogarts is a stud, man. I'll take 275 from Bogarts with the, the shortstop he can play. I don't want to over-project for him. He had 320 last year. I, I'm just saying. It's just... He, he, he had 320 for the full season? 320 for the full yeah. season. So we'll project yeah. him to 300. Yeah, 300. Yeah. I, I, mean, 300. I, just, I just don't want to put the pressure on him. I don't want to... You know what I mean? No he pressure can't be 300 for this kid. He's right. a stud. Okay. Yeah. Stud. I love him. I love him. He's you know? so good. He's so good. Um... So, D-House, I know the North's got a show coming up. When is that? That is affirmative, yes. April Saturday 9th. night, April 9th, if my math is correct. At the Whiskey A Go-Go. The Whiskey A Go-Go, world yeah, famous. No big deal. The G&I, no Jim Guns N' Roses just played there a couple nights ago. Troubadour, no big deal. they played the Troubadour. Troubadour. Oh, they played the Troubadour, okay. Yeah. They probably played the Whiskey, though. Oh, so they, they definitely they cut their I think teeth, yeah. my bro saw him back at the Whiskey in 87. He was telling me, he's like, you better get, he's the one who told me they were at the Whiskey. He's like, get there. I was yeah. like, it's the Troubadour, don't shut it down. <laughs> you know, this would be a call out of him on the show, but he doesn't listen. That uh, would have been unreal to be in there, not to <laughs> go off on that. Table, that is. But. So where can people get, uh, you know, some information on the North and when you guys the are North, playing? Yeah, the everything's future. online at the North LA, the North LA.com, Facebook slash the North LA, Instagram, it. the North LA. Good stuff. At Finn? the North LA. Uh, you'll find me over at the Sherman Oaks Little League, coaching the uh, Double <laughs> A Giants. I love that. We play every Saturday. You guys want to come down and check us out? I think we're two and four right now, battling for five hundred. So, uh, are you on the hot seat? Or, uh? I am definitely on the hot seat. I got a lot of parents criticizing me. I've got a lot of feedback so far. So, uh, we need wins. So, uh, fans, come on down. I love it. Okay, Sox open up with Cleveland tomorrow. What is it? Four ten Eastern. That sounds about right. Sound about right. I don't know what time that is in Cleveland, but uh, yeah, four ten Eastern. So we'll, uh, we'll we'll look. Cleveland doesn't usually get out of the blocks good in April, so hopefully they continue that exactly. Trend, so because we could use it. All right. Well, for Kevin Finn and Dennis Harris, I'm Mike Conley. We're gonna sign off for another edition of Red Sox Wrap 360. Woohoo! Opening day tomorrow. Go Sox. Go Sox. Woo-hoo.
from executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.